0: Welcome to Ask a Plumber, brought to you by Augustine Plumbing. We are proud to serve our customers. For more information, visit AugustinePlumbing.com, where you can find more helpful tips on your plumbing needs and even more information about this podcast. Have a question about plumbing you'd like us to explore? Email us at ask at AugustinePlumbing.com. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, This is episode one of Ask a Plumber. Today's episode, we're going to talk about toilet paper. I know, it's a great topic to start off with. Everybody uses it. But does everybody use it efficiently? Or use the right type of toilet paper? Growing up in a household where my stepfather was a plumber, I think I'm a little bit more sensitive to these kinds of issues than maybe the average person is. We've always been told to conserve, to use less paper. Uh, Two squares were all you need. I don't know about that so much. Less is more. And I want to make sure that everyone understands where it goes and what happens to it when you flush that toilet. The first reference to toilet paper occurred in the 6th century in China. Uh, Paper was made for the emperor to clean his behind. Paper as we know it now uh, was invented by Joseph Gaiety, uh, called Gaiety's Medicated Paper in 1857. It was sold in stacks of square sheets like napkins. In 1879, Scott Paper engineered the modern roll we know today for mass production. Somehow, it took nearly 60 more years until Northern Tissue invented splinter-free toilet paper in 1935. <laughs> Apparently, papermaking up to that point failed to remove small splinters. And do you think those industrial rolls are rough? Ouch! As with any complex system, there are a lot of factors at play in your plumbing system, pipe diameter, venting, flush power, etc., that are going to affect how well the paper breaks up and moves through the system. However, we're going to try to ignore that for purposes of this podcast and just talk about the TP product itself. Many places in the world don't use toilet paper at all. Many of those who do expect you to dispose of it in a bin rather than flush it down the toilet because their sewer systems can't handle it. This has many advantages, and if it didn't offend our sense of cleanliness, I would tell you right now that this is what you should do and stop the podcast right here. However, that is so not realistic, so I will go on. If you're a world traveler, it might help to know what the local customs are, so I found this website, wheredoiputthepaper.com, that breaks down how to do your business all over the world. The link is on the website with this blog. There are three factors to balance here as you choose your toilet paper, cost, comfort, and disposability. We're going to focus mainly on the third item. Now, there are many different types of toilet paper, single ply, double ply, triple ply. There's quilted, there's lotioned, uh, there's recycled, and virgin paper. Um, Virgin paper is uh, toilet paper that's been made from virgin trees as opposed to recycled paper, which comes from pre- and post-consumer recycled items. This podcast is not about environmental issues. But I do think that, considering the use, toilet paper is a great place to start reducing our impact on the environment. We kill a lot of trees uh, to make toilet paper. America goes through 15 billion rolls every year. That's enough TP to wrap the earth 40 times. That's why I see the benefit of recycled paper. It comes from scraps from the manufacturing process and from post-consumer material like newspapers, magazines, magazines and office paper. In fact, there's a company in Japan uh, that has an office paper converter um, that they're selling. You put in office paper, and about 30 minutes later, you get toilet paper out the other end, right inside your office. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Recycled paper also breaks down more quickly. Um, So there is that as well. So it's not only good for the environment, it's also good for your septic system or sewer system. And let's talk about that for a moment. Much of what we're talking about is most important in a septic system. It's something that's on your property. It's something that has less flow to it. Um, It's a lot more delicate of a system than your public sewer system. But all of these things uh, contribute to problems, um, whether it's in your house or farther down the line. So it's important for everybody to know. Mm. good housekeeping did a pretty thorough testing of toilet paper in 2011 link is up on our website with this blog at augustineplumbing.com uh and it reviews a number of different toilet papers using the same sort of parameters it's comfort uh durability and cost uh and disposability They, they saw how long it would take to disintegrate into smaller pieces um that were easily flushable some results uh Lotion paper does not break down well at all. It doesn't matter if it's single-ply a double-ply or triple-ply. Comfort is a very personal issue, so a lot of these uh, ratings that you'll see on there are somewhat subjective. The important thing to know is that there is no perfect toilet paper. From a plumber's point of view, disposability is a top priority, so a single-ply is certainly superior to double- or triple-ply, keeping comfort in mind, I would say to try and find something that has good disposability also feels okay. It may be interesting to know that two-ply is not doubly thick. Single-ply is 13 mil or 13 thousandths of an inch. Two-ply is 10 mil per ply, so only 10 thousandth per inch, so it's not quite double. Do not flush wet wipes. There's a class action lawsuit against the creators of flushable wipes to compensate for so many toilet clogs. They do not break down. They often just get become wads that get clogged up in your plumbing system or farther down the line. It's sort of impossible to talk about toilet paper without talking about the over-under conversation. It's a very contentious issue, and uh, even my wife and I disagree on it. I'm an under, and she's an over. Uh, Although, I I can't say that I feel too strongly about it. We we are an an over-household. I I found out through a little bit of research on this that the Wikipedia entry for this debate is twice as long as the entry on the Iraq War. 50% of people pay attention to the orientation. 20% of those people will reorient the paper if they find it the wrong way. Most people are overs. The benefits to being an over are there's less chance of scraping the wall with your hand, uh it's easier to tear off the desired number of squares and it's supposedly easier to find the end of the roll less people are unders there's less chance of accidental unrolling which is a benefit uh we have a cats and a child so it's a little bit harder for them to you know pull it off uh earthquakes are also uh, could be a problem <laughs> for the record and lander supports this method so i think that says a lot for it so back to my original posit two squares Okay, according to my research, the average American uses between 8 and 9 sheets per trip, and up to 57 sheets per day. While there are no definitive numbers on how many toilets are clogged each year or how many are caused by excess use of toilet paper, I don't know anybody who hasn't had to deal with a clogged toilet. Using less toilet paper will make this a less common occurrence. I would suggest to use as little as possible, Um, and while that may sound gross, you do wash your hands afterwards. Don't pull giant wads off at a time. Use a couple of squares for each pass and make multiple passes. Bottom line, no matter how you position your toilet paper, we all know where it ends up. The less of it in your pipes, the better. And let's leave it at that. Thanks for listening to Ask a Plumber. We're so grateful that you listened to our first ever podcast. I hope to release these at least monthly Please like us on Facebook and check out more in-depth information at AugustinePlumbing.com.